1: So we're, uh, we're midweek. Um, how's everybody feeling? I, you know, I think the confidence level is very high. It doesn't even feel like a Super Bowl week per se in Kansas City. I think fans are just focused and ready for the game like, I hate to say this. We've been here before. Like, this is the fourth time in five years, right? And and you can see fans are experts now, right? There's no, oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like, let's just get this game underway and go kick some San Francisco ass and win this thing. Like, I think there's still a very good confidence level here in Kansas City, right? I think everybody is very confident right now about this team. I think people are kind of very workman like this week. And it seems like for those that are going to the game, it's going to be a late arriving crowd. Obviously, you heard Monday night, everybody booing the Chiefs. I talked to our friend Vip, who's out in Vegas. He's like, yeah, it's just a bunch of San Francisco people out here. He says, I think Kansas City people are coming later in the week. And I talked to my friend Nick Paradise last night, who's going, doesn't have a ticket. He's like, I don't know that I'm going to spend that kind of money to get a ticket. You I know? think
2: this one, I think Vegas has obviously done this as well. This this just feels like the least accessible Super Bowl. Right. The prices does. are just, they're like, are insane. Like, least
1: accessible for the average guy yeah, like us, yeah, right? Yeah. You just can't afford or, to go, or right? Or Chiefs
2: fans who have done it before. I know a bunch of people that have like been before and they're like yeah not this time. Right. Just, yeah, this is this one's this one's kind of priced priced beyond. I'll be interested to see what the crowd ends up being like on yeah. on Sunday because I think that that's uh that's certainly I think part of the story. I think I think the NFL always wanted Vegas. They want the biggest blah blah, blah. they they might have overshot. This. They're going to get their money, so it's probably not a big right. deal. They're probably going to sell. They're going to sell those two and a half million dollar suites, and everybody's going to be fine. But it feels like the least accessible Joe fan Super Bowl we've ever had.
1: Right, and it seems to be like that. Like, and I, and I hate to say this, but I mean, they're doing a lot of these Super Bowls now on the West Coast, and as we know, the West Coast is just more expensive than anywhere else, especially Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and then San Francisco. I think three of the next four Super Bowls, including this one, you have Las Vegas this year, then back to New Orleans, which is the best Super Bowl. City, in my opinion, um, it used to be San Diego, but they, you know, they don't play there anymore. But uh, for me, it's it's New Orleans. I think that's a more. You don't attainable, think they get a game
2: anymore. <laughs> they don't have a stadium. Yeah. They wouldn't get a game though. No, they gotta no. have a stadium. You won't bid for that.
1: Yeah. So, so I love New Orleans from from a it, it's it it makes the Super Bowl feel attainable for a lot of people, right? You can drive to New Orleans. Um, it's not as expensive as Las Vegas is and and Los Angeles. But after New Orleans, you're going back to like L.A. and then San Francisco again, and so you're going to these cities that are West coast cities that are more expensive anyway. And then to throw the super bowl on top of it, I think you're right. I think it does make it a less attainable super bowl for the average fan that just wants to go and participate Mm -hmm. in the game. And I think we've kind of realized that though, for the last 30 years, like unless you're rolling in it, you're probably not going to be able to afford to go. I think this one's in
2: this
1: one feels different though. Yeah. This one feels a lot different. Yeah. are
2: they're going to give up, uh, you know, body parts to, to make it happen for the most part. And And then, um, I don't know, what's what's one thing that, that would be on your concern plate?
1: Yeah, for me, it's the run defense. I think it's going to be key to shutting down the run. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people this week, and it's only Wednesday, about this game, and I keep coming back to that Chris Jones soundbite after the Buffalo game where he was talking to CBS. He's like, we gave up 182 yards rushing. That's not good, right? And so for me, I look at the that at that defense stopping the run. I look at Christian McCaffrey and Olivia Munn and all of that stuff, and I'm like, they've yeah. got to find a way.
2: Munn's to with John Mulaney. Who? Olivia Munn's with John Mulaney.
1: Who's John that Mulaney? Comedian. I, I don't know him. I mean, I think I've heard that name, but yeah. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Yeah. I've never heard of
2: him. I do the sports. He's a middle-aged white guy. Oh, okay. So Just he's like, like Dennis, Dennis Allen. Allen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and so anyway, so it's for me, it's, it's that run defense. Cause I think if you give up 182 yards rushing in this game, you're probably not going to come home with Lombardi, right? Yeah.
2: I'm similar vein to me. It's letting McCaffrey become a factor, whether it's run or pass catching chiefs of stopping the run. Mm, yeah. And then letting running backs catch on the backfield be a major test. Yeah. So it's, it's, if McCaffrey has an impact, I think that's trouble. Yeah, I do too. Like a major like impact shut like down ugh, McCaffrey. Ugh. I may still be having PTSD of him running for 8,000 yards against my Hawkeyes in the Rose Bowl once. That's a long time so, ago. Yeah, no, but still, yeah. it still hurts.
1: Who did he play for again? Stanford. Sanford, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. He was he a just, cardinal or a tree. He just kept
2: running and running. <laughs> I just have PTSD about that. But no, but I think if he becomes a factor in this game, I think he's one. Of, he's the biggest difference, I think.
1: Yeah, that, that trade that they made, we talked about it a year ago. Like, wow, they're giving up a lot to go get him. That's going to go down as one of the best trades in NFL history. I mean, he, he has been fantastic for them. He is their entire offense. And if he weren't able to play in this game or any game, I don't give San Francisco a chance at yeah. winning. If, he's kind of broken the mold, if you will, of that paying the running back. If they win it. If they win it, yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, I think it's still in question whether or not that ultimately paid off because if they just have a bunch of nice regular seasons and don't Correct. close, yeah. it just looks like you made a big trade. Right.
0: Yeah, but No, would. but
2: it did. Yeah, I thought it was terrible when it happened. And now you're like, no, he's super impactful. Don't let him be on Sunday. Yeah, do
1: not let him be an impactful player in this game at all. 530 the kickoff on uh, Sunday
2: on 106.5. The Wolf, our pregame coverage will get underway at 2 on the uh, the Wolf and right here on 610 Sports Radio.
1: Tune in is the audio platform with something for
0: everyone.